Hi guys, thank you for joining this week's episode of Face Your Shit, the podcast that helps you face your shit, the cute shit, the bad shit, the sometimes fun shit, and anything on our shit list. On this week's episode, I am happy to introduce my co-host for the week, my guest host, my son, Mason, and he has something that he wants to discuss um, something that he's bringing to our shit list. Hi, Mason. Hello. For this week, I kind of really wanted to tackle, you know, just the African-American community and going to therapy. And uh, I'm pretty sure that we could probably give perspective from different angles, whether, you know, that's male to female, mother to son. So, Yeah kind of what I want to talk about this week okay um first I would offer a little insight um I have been to therapy myself I can say it was um something that I was probably not so proud of in the beginning um but it was definitely needed and it did help me I went to individual therapy and I've also been to couples therapy um Mm. Totally different experiences. (laughs) Totally different experiences. But um, so what's your take or what would you say in the, maybe from a personal perspective, how do you feel about therapy or if you've experienced therapy or? Well, I've definitely experienced therapy. Um, I really started probably when I moved to Denver. That was like really the first time I really got into it, which, you know, just to know, that was about a year ago. And I'll say I really came to it in the reason of, I was just going through so many transitions. I was also looking for a job, moved to a new city, and, you know, had one roommate, friend that I lived with, which, She's a really great person. Um, But I think I really needed it just to kind of help me with everything that I was going through at that moment. And I'll say in my perspective, a lot of information actually came out of it. And I actually really have two things that I really stand by heavily at this point. I even have it written in my bathroom mirror just as like a friendly reminder. Um, Really one of those would be to be patient And the second one is to give yourself grace. And of course, we can talk about it a little bit later. I don't wanna necessarily dive straight into it, but my experience with therapy has been really good. It really helped me tremendously going through the transitions that I I went through last year. So, yeah. Okay, great, great. In the Black community, uh, you know, probably firsthand, as well as I do, that we're kind of geared towards pray about it, talk to your mom about it, talk to your family about it, and that's not always the answer. It's really not, even though I will say, you are really great. (laughs) 
But sometimes, you know, we really do have things going on in life where it's like, okay, there's a boundary that has to be deployed where, okay, I don't really want to talk about this with a family member. In my case, sometimes it's my mom or my siblings. Siblings. And it's just, you kind of want to just go and talk to a random stranger about whatever's going on, just to like really get it out. Married <laughs> and experiencing, you know, a, a new part of life that many people in the family have not experienced. Um, they were no longer, I guess, the best resources for me. Being a Black woman, it's not always easy to cry about things when you're discussing your issues with your family. Um, just because of the way that they view you. And I feel that I'm viewed as sometimes a strong person. Then I do have my weaknesses. And I was allowed in those moments of therapy to just be vulnerable. Fair. I'll say, I'll say that same thing as being a Black man. You know, sometimes it is really, it's really hard to just kind of let the emotion flow and, you know, cry about something or be sad about it. But I, it's fairly healthy. Like, yeah, we can all be strong, but like we can't be super man, super woman all the time for everybody. So, yeah. Okay. Are there any areas in particular that you wanted to address in our shit list today? Like, what do you mean? So have you experienced things being brought to you that were maybe topics heavier than you have been ready to handle or assist with? Of course. It's always one of those, you always receive topics throughout life, whether it's, you know, friends or family, where it's like a health thing or like a financial thing or, you know, whatever. And it's like, I am not equipped today or at this part of my life to know what to tell you. So you kind of go into a wing it moment. And I'd say in my own life, when I first kind of moved out, like that was an interesting transition to go to, go through moving to Austin and then going through being by yourself for the first time as an adult. And, we us growing up in a house of you know five five people and then you know having additional siblings come into the picture you know it was interesting to be alone at that point and i i, I think that this is probably a great example of where i'm not always equipped um to give advice in in certain scenarios because i'm a person who i fully enjoy me like mm -hmm. just me mm -hmm. and you know I've said this before I feel like I am the best company I've ever had like me being alone isn't it is not an issue for me um I I can some just I, submerge myself in into just me into you know my mind my thoughts my my everything and I'll look up and a whole day has went by and I wouldn't, you know, I would, I can go without speaking to someone and it will be a perfectly great day. Okay. Just inside, inside of my head. So 
in that aspect, I think I, I feel all of you because I'm trying to be compassionate in the, sometimes you need other people, mm-hmm. um, even with your brothers um, right now, it's just like, okay, what's, you know, what's on the agenda today? And it's okay. There's nothing on the agenda. That sounds great to me. <laughs> Whereas it may be uncomfortable for, you know, who, whichever of the, of the children that I'm talking to. Okay. So someone on the outside, of, like, if nothing's on the agenda, we good. But that also took time to get to. That was pre-therapy that, you know, I got to that point of being okay with, okay, I don't have anything on the agenda. I do not have to go anywhere, do anything. Like, let me try to watch a Netflix show or something like that. Or go on a run or a hike while I lived in Austin. Like, that was my thing that brought me entertainment and joy. I started um, kind of trying to watch a show that's called Couples Therapy. Mm-hmm. On Netflix? Um, no, I believe it was on maybe HBO Max or something like that. It, maybe it's on like Showtime. It's on one of the, the apps for sure that I don't have a login for. So okay. I was, I haven't finished the series, mm-hmm. but it's such a gritty, gritty, gritty look into that space and I know these people are have to have given permission to have the recordings there and it's just oh my gosh I felt so bad for so many people Um, I would never want a camera in my therapy session where I'm trying to be vulnerable as vulnerable as possible and it's couples therapy where you know it's it's wives it's it's, it's the husband and wife. It's the husband who doesn't think he's doing anything wrong. Sorry, um, guys. Don is, is, is my dog and she's being very vocal right now. Um, so, <laughs> well, we, we excuse my the, there's, there's There's husbands who don't want to change or they don't feel that they're doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a moment where the cameras like on the show, like I would the camera should be off <laughs> because that therapist needs to dead be ass. able to <laughs> cut the camera dead ass <laughs> right dead ass <laughs> sir whatever you just said was so cold that your wife is crying her eyes out in the corner and you don't care i don't think it's a they don't care perspective i, I think it's more of a i don't know how to react so does it get misconstrued as they don't care or they're being cold. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I I struggle with maybe just I don't need to be I don't need to be right. But if I am right, I need you to understand <laughs> that I am right. And in most cases it's this is my feeling and my feeling is not wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big issue. Mm-hmm. So is it more of your right or here's my reason, reasons why I feel the way I feel? It can, okay. It could be the, this is the reason that I feel what I feel, but okay. And I'm, I'm going to give a scenario. I 
I normally speak with a, a level of aggression. And that's been brought to my attention that people always feel that I'm I'm fussing. Is it us? And I'm not. <laughs> Is I, it the children? Oh, it's everybody. <laughs> and you know that it's everybody. Um, it's like I, I, I could probably not even care about what what's going on but my response is aggressive mm-hmm. and then everyone shuts down you know i say growing up like i really learned to kind of just take people's tone away and just focus on the words that they are saying and respond in that capacity and that's just with anybody like if someone's ever just up in arms and yelling about something like okay i totally hear you yelling but i want to focus on what you're saying we can address you're yelling for no reason like it's not okay let's just let's let's come back to a good even tone like let's actually talk about this with the therapy topic in the early days um and i believe i went to therapy for the first time you probably were still in maybe middle school. Oh. Oh. Yes. <laughs> A very long time. It, happened. it had to be like the beginning of high school. Okay. Maybe. In in the in the very early days. Um, I went to when I started therapy, I always wanted to bring to the table the a, a concept that was brought to me by one of my friends, which was mm-hmm. like the fishbowl topics where everyone puts in, you know, a concern Mm -hmm. and then you pull out a topic maybe once a week. And in that once a week discussion, everyone gets to talk about their feelings on said topic. Mm -hmm. But because my tone is always perceived as harsh, we were never able to get there. So now as you know as i've been to therapy multiple times at this point i would definitely want maybe the black community to incorporate something like the fishbowl topic where everyone gets to speak freely not disrespectfully but freely Mm -hmm. and hash out some of those things that we carry around that are so bad like because we have a lot of baggage true and it's taken me a very long time to ditch some of that so um as we wrap up this topic is there anything else that you want to get out to talk about any questions for me i'd say probably just in the end i think that more people of the african-american community whether you be female, male, so just go ahead and go to therapy. As a male, speaking from a family perspective, as a single person um, growing up, I didn't really get to see males go to therapy. So like, I, as I came to it, it was something that was a, little, a lot of foreign to me, to be honest, to sit down with someone and also with it being right after the pandolce and you know moving and sitting down at a computer and talking about the life transitions I was going to go 
you will be actually pleasantly surprised what you get. It's not always going to be wrapped up with a pretty bow. Sometimes, you know, you will definitely have to read um, an article or watch a video or something, which was how I got my two lessons that I spoke of earlier, which were the be patient and give yourself grace in all things that you do. And lastly, I just want to say like that helped me tremendously. So I think everybody should go. Give it a try. Let it feel uncomfortable in the beginning. And it would definitely feel uncomfortable um, for anyone. But going in, just know that therapist is not there to tell you what to do. They're not there to tell you if you're right or wrong. They're pretty much there to let you talk it out and give you tools to get through whatever it is that you're you're going through. You got to do the work. <laughs> you have we, to they, do the work. They can't solve the problem. In this podcast, you will hear me say many times, get your head out of the sand because that's my, my thing, because that's what we do as humans. Things get rough. We don't want to face them. We want to pack them away. We want to compartmentalize okay this will be here later i'll come back later when you if you just face it get it over not that i'm great at it but i'm working through it honestly and truthfully it feels a lot better to just go ahead and face whatever situation you're dealing with and just go let me address this now (laughs) right now because tomorrow i'm not gonna want to face it and now i've spent you know all night in a panic because it's Waiting for me on the other side. Here I am three days later. Still looking at this. <laughs> Let me just go still ahead. Still looking it. at it. With therapy, I would suggest a little self-care, a little meditation, a little hydration. Meditation is not easy, and I will definitely attest to it. I try my absolute best to do meditation at least daily, you know, some, sometimes we just run through a whole week just because it's so much going on. And I, I try to work and be better at it. You know, I try to use like headspace and use that guided meditation portion just to like kind of listen to someone guide the process and, you know, let me know, take a breath, try to really clear your mind, let any like thought that comes Go, just be clear. So what I found and move um, forward. is there's um the book that I, I believe I suggested to you was, was like Jose Silva. And you know, I, I've done... Who? What was the book again? Jose Silva. It's Mind Control. Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically about gaining the control over your mind. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it's not necessarily about quieting the mind it's more about being still and allowing the thoughts to come Mm -hmm. and learning how to control the chaos and when I say I'm I'm in a very great place right now like I'm, I'm so even that is what got me to eat because Initially, with their with meditation, sorry, with meditation, it's 
quiet is the mind, quiet is the mind, quiet is the mind. And I'm sorry, my mind is firing <laughs> in every single direction. And it's been trained to fire in every direction for six other people constantly. Mm-hmm. So that book definitely helped me to get to a place where sometimes my mind is quiet. Sometimes my mind is not quiet, but I'm paying attention to what's jumping out in that meditation moment. So I'll send you a book link again. Okay. And are we done with this week's episode? Do we want to wrap up now? We can. I don't have any other topics to speak on. Okay. Well, then I will. Any questions for moi? I, I don't, um, well, I do. <laughs> when are you coming back? Once a month, whenever the urge hits you, whenever you have a topic for the shit list? I think a topic for the shit list is a really good one because I definitely sit back and just randomly catch myself thinking randomly and develop whole opinions about what I want to speak on. <laughs> So, I think when it when it comes, okay, I can't wait to get uh, at least four of you yeah. on one topic. Four of me. Uh, four of you guys, the children, on one Ooh. on one topic. Okay, the whole gang. Well, we can only well, get five people on the call, so minus one. But okay, <laughs> unless someone sits with me. <laughs> True. So. Well, I'll just, I'll go ahead and close this out. Um, thank you guys for listening to our very first episode of Face the Shit, or FYS for short. We're on Instagram. Please follow. And, and we're out. Thank you. Bye. Bye.